Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you guys, man. I am so excited to obviously talk to you guys and give you an awesome, awesome interview for Mr. Chris Patton today, episode 53. Man, we are going to rock the house with Mr. Chris Patton's interview. But before we get into that, I want to always welcome our newbies, okay? If this is your first time listening to the Success Edge podcast, I want to welcome you and tell you thank you so much for taking your time to actually listen to Success Edge. Here's the thing, guys. We are all about taking your game, your walk as a marketplace Christian, okay? If you're a doctor, ditch digger, you know, truck driver, entrepreneur, engineer, uh, salesperson, you know, stay-at-home mom, you know, no matter where you're at in life, we want you to take your game as a Christian to the next level, okay? God needs you to take your game to the next level, and this is a resource for you to always reach out to and to, you know, find out there to encourage you and inspire you and to have stories and insights from people that are actually succeeding in the marketplace. Now, normally I do these social shout outs actually on the end of the podcast uh, interview, but I decided to change that up today. So I want to give, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this actually, guys. Uh, so this is the stats as far as my last 10 Okay, episodes, and here are the countries that are actually in the top five. And I'm going to go in reverse order. So this is number five, China. Okay, number four, Australia. Number three is the United Kingdom. Number two is Nigeria. Yeah, and number one is obviously the great United States of America. Man, thank you guys so much for listening into the Success Edge. I really do appreciate that. It just means the world that you guys are uh, finding us out there. Obviously, keep spreading the word. And man, we're going to keep putting out some good stuff. And speaking of good stuff, obviously, Chris Patton. Now, here's the thing about Chris. I found Chris actually out there on LinkedIn. He and I, um, I joined up on a Christian uh, professional network group actually out there on LinkedIn. Saw Chris was posting a blog actually every week, and I started kind of reading it, and that was actually really, really good. It's called Christian Faith at Work, okay? And I'll have all this in the show notes, but if you want to find Chris's show notes, go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 53. That, that's right, thesuccessedge.biz backslash 53. And gang, I'm telling you, Chris has got a mind for business, but a passion for the lost and a passion for what he does. And you're going to be inspired by how he conducts his business and more importantly, how he uses his business as a tool to get the gospel out into the marketplace. I think this is outstanding. You're going to learn a lot. So let's go jump into this and we'll catch you on the other side. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. I'm always coming at you and bringing the best to you, obviously, guys. And I'm excited to have Mr. Chris Patton on the phone. And, uh, man, I am so thankful that I have Chris actually on the line with us. And, gang, I'm telling you, this is going to be good. Uh, he is the president of Mike Patton's Autobot, Auto. excuse me, And uh, he also has a blog out there, Christian Faith at Work. Okay, 
And uh, this is going to be a good because the other thing about Chris that uh, I want you guys to know that he's got three teenagers and he's got two twin daughters. They're teenagers, okay? He's got a boy that's the oldest, but man, he's got two twin daughters. And I know that is a house full steam ahead every day, okay? And uh, his wife, he's been he's been married to his wife for the last twenty years. And he said, his, uh, before we got started here, guys, his hat went off to his wife for holding the, holding the, holding the fort down back at the house. But, uh, uh, Chris, thank you so much for being on the Success Edge, and welcome, buddy. Sounds great, Tyler. Thanks. I'm glad to be here, and I consider it an honor on my end. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, Chris, like we always do here on the Success Edge, you know, we give uh, our guests the time to just kind of introduce themselves and uh, tell us how you became a Christian. Sounds good. Well, like you said, uh, I am president of the Mike Patton Auto Family. Uh, we're in LaGrange, Georgia, about an hour south of Atlanta. Uh, we've got three dealerships here in LaGrange. We represent Honda, Ford, and Lincoln, as well as Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. We've got about 100 employees, and we've been in business for just over 40 years uh, in LaGrange and uh, actually started the first generation of the business. My grandfather started in South Carolina, not too far from where you are in, uh, in Greenville. So uh, I work with my father, obviously, who's the second generation. My brothers, two younger brothers, Brian and David. Um, we are a third generation in the business. I grew up, Tyler, I worked in every department of the business. I've started out picking weeds, cutting grass, painting curbs before I could wash cars and, and do all the other stuff. And but, then you uh, moved up to detailing cars and then exactly. changing, changing the oil and everything like that. I think it was just last year I had more experience in this position than I did washing cars, but it was a time. <laughs> uh, but I, I've enjoyed it. I'm thankful for the experience. And uh, because I, I'm, I'm 43, so I've technically been in the business over 30 years, even though I'm young, um, it, it gives me a good foundation to build on. Uh, like we talked about earlier, I also write a blog called Christian Faith at Work. Um, I kind of I'm writing that to business owners and leaders that are Christians trying to figure out how to integrate their faith into their businesses. Amen. And uh, I try to take the resources that I've accumulated over the last 10, 11 years uh, while I've been trying to learn the, to, how to use the business as a platform for ministry. And then I take real life examples from these experiences and I teach readers how to run their businesses from an eternal perspective. So, uh, like you said, I've got three teenage children, uh, two 15-year-old daughters and a 17-year-old son. My wife and I uh, live in LaGrange and uh, have for a long time. Awesome. Uh, became a Christian when I was 10 years old. Wow. Uh, grew up in the church, always, always in the church. And parents made sure of that. But it was my grandmother on a visit to her home uh, when I was 10 where I started asking some serious questions. She started asking me some questions to make sure... I knew what I was doing, and then she led me in a prayer to accept Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And uh, that was a big deal, obviously. Uh, Ten years old, I knew what I was doing. And for the next 20 years, I was a good guy. I mean, I went to church. I tithed. I did what I was supposed to do. Um, but when I was 30, my life changed, and it changed in short because I realized that God wanted the whole life. He didn't want my Sundays and Wednesday nights. Yeah. He wanted everything. So uh, we'll talk more about that as we go. But um, it's really been the last 13 years that I consider myself to have been, at least in, in the best I know how, attempting to be a disciple of Jesus Amen. rather than just a, uh, a, a Christian. 
Yeah, and, and like most uh, most Christians, you know, we get the fire insurance early on, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, we actually make Jesus the Lord of our life. And, uh, you know, Chris, this is going to be good. I can already tell, and I'm excited about it. And the other thing, you know, SEC, let me tell you, because, you know, you can go out there and, like Chris was talking about his blog, is that he has a heart. And, you know, we were already talking before the – you know, before the podcast got started, before we started this interview, just, you know, how you want to have your business be a platform, you know, for a ministry. And you know what, SEC, this is what it's all about. I mean, you know, Chris and I, you know, we're we're singing off the same sheet of music with this. This is exactly what the Success Edge podcast is all about. This is all about, you know, what Chris's blog is all about, Christian faith at work. And I'm excited about this. This is going to be really, really good. So, well, Chris, if you could do this for us, you know, on the on the Success Edge podcast, we always ask, you know, give us a verse uh, that you kind of cling to that kind of helps kind of give you an anchor, you know, as you're doing business in the marketplace. Sure. Um, I guess the first one that pops to mind, Tyler, is First John two six. Uh, it says, "Whoever claims to live in Him must walk as Jesus did," hmm. and basically. Uh, the way I take this is if I'm going to make the claim, if I'm going to say, yes, Jesus is my Lord, then my walk has to match that claim. Hmm. And uh, what it forces me to do is say, okay, if I'm supposed to walk as Jesus did, well, first I have to know how he walked. I have to study. I have to really dig in to the word and figure out what did he do? Why did he do it? And then turn around and try to apply that not just to my Sundays, but to my Monday through Saturdays and to my work life, my social life, my family life. How do I walk as he did in my life today? Mm-hmm. Chris, I, man, I, I'm telling you, you. I like what you said is that you have to know how he walked. <laughs> got to know that first. You got That's that's the first key element right there. Is you have to actually know how Jesus walked out. And you know the thing that I always kind of tell the um, the success the success edge community is the majority of Jesus' ministry was actually in the marketplace. So knowing that in itself gives you as a marketplace Christian a lot of leverage of knowing that, man, you can conduct yourself out there in the marketplace just how Jesus did. Absolutely. You know? And so, man, that's good stuff right there. That is good stuff about, you know, walking as Jesus walked. That's good. Well, Chris, do this for us. You know, obviously we're on the success edge, you know, and we talk about success. But, you know, from your perspective – you know, you're you're the president of, you know, three car dealerships, okay? You, you know, you've got millions of dollars of inventory underneath you, but, you know, and a lot of people working for you. You know, tell tell the Success Edge, you know, what is your definition of success as a Christian in the marketplace? It's a great question, Tyler. Um, obviously, in the marketplace, success is measured many different ways. Yep. Um, some call profit the ultimate measure. Some say cash is is king Um, others will talk about customer satisfaction or customer retention those are the best indicators so for me if i'm a christian in business i've got to go back to the bible and i go back personally to the parable of the talents Mm. and what i look at is what caused jesus to say as the master in that parable well done good and faithful servant why did he say that and i think when he did that he gave us the best best picture he could of what success in the marketplace, or or frankly, anywhere else, for that matter, what it looks like. And so first I look, he's given us resources as he gave them the talents, and we are asked to invest them for a return 
while he's away. And those resources are our talents, our skills, maybe our intelligence, maybe relationships, influence. In my case, it also includes a business. I'm not the owner. I'm a steward for a time. And so when he comes back, I believe I'm going to be held accountable for the results or the return on that investment that he gave me to use while he was away. And since he already owns everything in the world, mm-hmm. all that's in it, there's nothing he needs. I can't show him bank account statements and say, look at the return I've given you. I can't say, look at how many businesses I've built from three to 20. He already owns them all. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I could figure he doesn't yet own are the souls of the people that don't yet know him. Amen. And so that makes my job pretty easy to understand. Um, he's given me the privilege to be a steward of his business for a time, and I got to produce a return of souls that are pointed toward him because of the way I operate the business. Mm, man, Chris, that is wow. You know, you're probably one of the first guests I've had to actually break it down like that, Chris. That that is powerful, right there. That even based around the talents, that. It is all about souls. I mean, the only way God keeps score is by how many people get saved, okay? And it's clear. I mean, Tyler, you and I both know this, but I want to make sure I clarify because it could yeah. if somebody takes this in just a snippet, they may miss the point. I may not be the guy that's, that leads, like my grandmother did me, everyone to pray to accept Christ. I may be the guy that just casts the seeds out. Yep. I may be the guy that waters it. That's not the point. He doesn't look at me and count how many souls did I win. It's how many souls did I impact in Mm. some way by pointing them to him. Absolutely. Man, that's really good. I mean, because it reminds me of my dad, Chris, because like, you know, my dad's business, he, he owns a large construction company at, you know, in Snellville, Georgia. And, you know, my dad, you know, had many, many men come through his office you know, there were construction workers that definitely needed Jesus, okay? Absolutely. And, I mean, you've got salespeople, you've got mechanics and everything like that coming through your doors. But, you know, it's, and like you said, it's not by your own personal how many people you can have ticky marked and say, I got that one saved, got that one saved, got that one saved. But yeah. are you creating that environment? Are you creating that atmosphere even, you know, to even allow for that to happen? Exactly. Okay? Is that customer walking in? can they feel the presence of almighty God, you know, as a, as a welcome to them. I mean, that, man, that is so good, Chris, just even that, you know, whole entire gist of that. That's really good. Really, really good. Well, Chris, you know, let's do this. Um, obviously, you know, with success comes failure. Okay. (laughs) It always does. Uh, you know, it's a partner to success, but, uh, take us to a time in your walk as a Christian in the marketplace, that where you might have had an obstacle or you might have had a setback or failure that, you know, you learned a valuable lesson for it. And take us to that story. Take us to that time because the Success Edge community, they, we love hearing stories in real-life examples. So take us there, Chris. Well, the, <clears throat> the biggest one for me comes to my mind very quickly, frankly, because it's, uh, it's still going on after 10 years. Mm-hmm. So this is a big deal. But when I first realized that, God owned this business. He had placed me in charge for a season, as I described, to impact people for eternity. I knew I had to change the business model that we had. The car business, as you all know, uh, is known for its 
negotiating tactics and for the process people have to go through to get a good deal or, or even hope to get a good deal. And some people like that process. Most don't. It depends on your personality. But when I read in Proverbs about how much God hates unequal weights and measures, mm. and when I read about what he meant by that, basically that in the marketplace too often age, gender, color, influence, all those have an impact on what price you pay or don't pay, I realized I had to change the model. So in 04, 10 years ago, we started selling cars in what's called a one price environment, and which means we took all the negotiating out. Um, instead of uh, doing the typical games where we start high and work the customer back and forth, we just took the, the discounts that we normally reserve for friends and family or people of influence and we gave those discounts right up front to every customer that walked in the door. We posted the price in the windshield, took away all the hide-and-seek games, and completely changed how we operated the business. Took away commissions from salespeople and started paying them on flats. So as, as good or easy as that may sound, that is a completely backwards way to operate a, a sales department when you've yeah. been 20 years doing it the other way. Yeah. And uh, so I'd grown up in the other way. I knew even though we were moral and ethical in the way we did it, it's still, it's, it's a mindset. So changing that was a huge challenge for me. Going into it, I thought it was a 60 to 90 day process or a little project I was going to put in place. And then after that, I had 20 other things I wanted to do. Yeah. Well, 18 months after I started, we're losing more money than we've ever lost. We're having huge turnover, 70, 80% of our staff turned over in that first six months. Mm. And it was disaster. And 30 days into it, uh, my dad even turned and said, we can't do this anymore. He had, he had turned the reins over to me, but he was just not, he was seeing the results and he wasn't aware of what was going into it and scared to death and rightfully so. Um, we had an 18 month battle between he and I, not, um, not filled with anger or, or whatever, but just fear and just discussion and constant friction. To close this, I'll tell you that we came out of the, the worst of it. God honored us through the entire thing. He, I mean, there are just people that came to see me, people that shared wisdom that I soaked up from them that really got me through it. And I, I can just look back and see how God got us through that to a point where today we're not in that danger. It's still a challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are still days where this model makes it difficult to do certain things, and, and I have I have those hard days today, and I'm still learning how to make it work. Yeah. But I guess the lesson that I learned that is it's just huge, and I guess I'm slow, so he took a long time to, to teach it to me, <laughs> right. and that is to rely on him. Mm. And, and what I basically did was took all of my experience in the car business and threw it out the window and d jumped off a cliff and said, all right, now it's in your hands. Mm. And I had to rely on him to get me through that because I no longer knew how to make things happen. The button I used to press to do this now did something different. Right. And the whole model was mixed, and I had to rely on him. And that's not easy for a, a stronger personality to let go and, and give it over to him. And, and that's why it's taken me so long, and I'm still learning it. Wow. 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 Chris, man, this is a, this is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you can tell that this, I mean, 10 years in the making of all this. And you're still even today still, you know, having to 
you know, fight a little bit to, yes. to keep this model alive, would you say? I mean, is that what you're... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Some days worse than others, some months worse than others. But sure. It's, uh, there's no question in my mind that this model can work better yep. than the traditional model if it's done well and done right over a long period of time. But it's much more finicky. It's much more narrow margin for error. So it's just... For some people, maybe it comes more naturally. I've just, been, I've been a tough, uh, a, a slow learner in this. Well, you know, and Chris, one thing that I, I hear you saying with all this is that, you know, I, I the verse, the verse that's just come, that just came to me right now is the just shall live by faith. Okay, mm-hmm. and you know. You are you are living a faith walk right now in business. I mean, this is a pure you're going against the whole entire norm of an industry. I mean, I just got done buying a Honda Odyssey over here about a year, 18 to 2 years ago, okay? And you know, it was it was definitely that whole haggling and going back and forth and you know, what can you give me if I do this and what can you do if I can do that? You know, um and you know, obviously it, you know, there's a little bit of pressure, you know, on me, um, you know, as a customer. Okay. But to, to stick with it, Chris, like you have, man, um, I know this has been a challenge and it has probably tested your faith in all areas. I mean, even your relationship with your father, Absolutely. because he, he did it the, for many, many years. Sure. Wow. Wow. Chris, I mean, Chris, what, I mean, Obviously, you kind of bolted down to that one thing, but just relying upon God. I mean, you know, to today, I mean, if you could look back, you know, at 10 years ago, all right, what would you tell that Chris 10 years ago during that time? Today, what? <laughs> Don't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't. All I, I guess what I would say is um, it's going to take you longer than you think. Mm. Uh, you you learn slower than you think, or at least than you used to, yep. and just know that you will survive it, and you'll be stronger because of it. Right, right, man, that's good. That's good. SEC, are you getting this? I know, I sure am. This is good stuff already. Woo, this is real. Hey, this is real. This is a business, guys. I mean, this is faith in the marketplace, pure and simple. Man, this is good, Chris. Thank you for sharing that. Right there, that was great. Well, Chris, let's go back up to the mountaintop, obviously. All right. right? Let's go back to an aha moment that you had um, as a marketplace Christian whenever the light bulb kind of went off, okay, where it kind of said, okay, this this is going to, you know, this is working, all right? Take us to the moment, you know, as a marketplace Christian whenever that light bulb happened for you. I've got two of them. Okay. So they're they're kind of tied together. Um, The first one – I kind of mentioned at the beginning of this interview, and that was back in 2000. So it was 13 years ago. I was on a flight, and I was reading the first book of the Left Behind series. And and I wasn't impacted as much by the storyline itself, um, but what really grabbed me uh, by the heart was something really unusual about the lead characters that were left behind after the rapture. They couldn't put the Bible down. Hmm. They were absolutely consuming the Bible every day, sometimes several times a day, and desperate to know what God had to say to them. And when I read that, I stopped. Sitting in that seat on the plane, I realized I never read my Bible. Mm. 
I'm 30 years old. I've been a Christian 20 years. And when somebody says, turn to Leviticus, then I turn to Leviticus. But other than that, that's on a Sunday. I don't do it at home. Hmm. I didn't study it. I didn't read it. And I was convicted to the core so much so that immediately I started a daily quiet time, went and got a book to teach me how, because I didn't even know how. And 13 years later, it's been a daily quiet time. Hmm. And that, without that change, Tyler, my entire definition of success would be different. It would be the old definition. And all of my efforts over the past 10, 15 years would be pointed in the wrong direction. And I'd be looking back at regrets because I'd been running off on some wrong track or climbing the wrong ladder. Um, So when I had that aha that I was not studying the word, that's, that was one of the biggest changes for my life. The other one came shortly after that, as I'm reading and studying, trying to figure out what does this business look like from a faith perspective, from an eternal perspective. And um, I read a passage in 1 Corinthians 3, and it was Paul talking about how we we build on the foundation that he laid for, for us in Christ. And we build on that foundation of Christ. And some use wood, hay, stubble, straw. Some use precious stones, metals, that kind of thing. But that no matter what we use to build our life on that foundation, that that what we build will be tested by fire, God's fire, on judgment day, on that day, he said. And whatever we've built in our life that passes through that fire and survives, we're going to get rewarded for. Mm-hmm. And whatever burns up in that fire, there is no reward for that. And if that's all we've built, we'll still escape. Mm-hmm. Our salvation's intact. But he says we will barely escape right. the fire. And so I'm trying to, I'm a picture guy. And I'm trying to think about what that looks like and how does it apply to my business. And I realized that typical business success, obviously we've talked about, is full bank accounts, material wealth, growing businesses. That's not going to survive a fire. In fact, it'll all burn. The only things I knew at at that point that were eternal were relationships and our souls, basically. So... I got this picture in my head as I'm trying to figure this out and I applied this passage to our business and I said, we had around 19 acres where our, our buildings are and about on a given day, five to 600 cars on the lot with, you know, hundred employees, maybe 20, 30 uh, customers. And I pictured a typical Saturday activity going on, that kind of thing. And then instantly switched to all this has passed through the fire. What's left? Well, there was nothing left. Hmm. Scorched earth was what was left. Yeah. 19 acres of black. Mm-hmm. No buildings, no cars, no steel racks for the cars to sit on. The bank accounts I knew intuitively were gone. There was nothing except for one thing. Actually, it was hundreds, hopefully maybe thousands of one thing on the property. And when I looked real close, I could see that it was silhouettes hmm. dotting the property. Hundreds, maybe thousands of silhouettes. And I realized... Those represent the souls that were impacted in some way because of the way we operated our business. Hmm. And my job description from that point on said, add silhouettes. Mm. Wow. Wow. And so every day now, my job is pretty simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. I get up, I come to work, and I try to add silhouettes, whether it's employees, customers, people in community, people online, through the blog, this podcast, whatever it is. I'm just trying to point people toward him. Yeah. That's my whole job. 
Man, that is Chris, man, this wow. Man, what a picture, Chris. What a picture that you know, that all that passed through fire, but the only thing that's left is the silhouettes of the people that you've actually impacted. You know, Chris, do this for me. If take us to a take us to a day. I mean like a day by day you know, mm-hmm. snapshot. Take me to a runway of like maybe today or just yesterday or two days ago. Give us an example of what that looks like, you know, of of adding silhouettes. Take us to an instance, a story. Well, I can I can kind of run through a list of some things that happen on a on a regular basis. So let's say it's a Thursday. Um, first of all, we have a chaplain, a corporate chaplain from Corporate Chaplains of America. He comes in Thursdays and Fridays spends a day and a half with us and, and goes to every employee to say, hello, how are you? If they wave him off, he moves on. If if they invite him in, he stays in. Doesn't interrupt work, um, takes any longer conversations offline, after hours, that kind of thing. But he's constantly there. He's taken us through the death of a sales manager on the showroom floor of a heart attack at 46 years old. He's walked us through uh, a suicide of a 24-year-old parts guy. Um He's done weddings for our people. He's done funerals. Um, so he's here on a Thursday. He leads a Bible study Thursday at lunch, and uh, it's voluntary. We usually have 20, 25 of our 100 employees show up. We feed them and do a, maybe an Andy Stanley video or something to go through and, and teach a little bit. Um, we On a given day, we may sell six or eight, ten cars. Each of those cars has a New Testament in the glove box. It has a cover on it that says Owner's Manual for Life. Mm. We don't tell the customers. We just, they're in there for them to find later. And we've had zero complaints and a bunch of compliments on people thankful to see that. Um, heard Dave Ramsey talk about something similar where he had somebody actually accept Christ because they pulled his audio testimony from his package and then called him later. So that's, we're just putting the word out there. Man. Uh, we've got Gospel of John in the waiting room. We've got uh, where the customers sit for the lounge. Um, we've got an employee fund where employees actually contribute, and they take a little bit out of their check each month. It sits in a fund, and we then anonymously, or everybody doesn't know about it, but we we help other employees who are going through a hard time or hit, hit a crisis, and then the company kind of finishes that off as well and, and contributes with that. So my blog, I've got 50 other things we do to try to live it out because yeah. it's, it's one thing to talk it. It's another to actually do it. And that's kind of goes back to that first John two, six, man, Chris, <laughs> man, I'm loving this. This is good. Golly, Chris, praise God. I mean, even then, you know, the new Testament in the glove box, you know, um, God, Chris, that is awesome stuff and you know it's funny you even mentioned about the you said those corporate chaplains of america right right, right. <laughs> it's funny you say that because today i was at i um i had to be out and about during my lunch hour and i met a gentleman that was actually going through that process of becoming cor- a corporate chaplain of america and i never heard of him he said you need to get in touch with these people and you need to have some, one of them come on your show tyler i'm like exactly right i mean man so there's just a confirmation right there. Thank, thank yeah. you, Lord. Great. Um, but uh, Chris, that is that is awesome. Then, and I appreciate, you know, that you ha- you have that you gave all those examples 
of how you're actually, you know, taking Christ and being bold with your faith in the marketplace and not being ashamed about it. And you even backed it up by saying, you know, you've never had a complaint, you know, and you've only had compliments and thank yous because of that. And, you know, in SEC, here's the thing. I'm going to have all the links to Chris's blog out there so you can go and uh, do some more homework on his blog so you can see all the examples that he has out there. And that's really good. Really, really good. Well, um, Chris, let's kind of change the gears a little bit. And, um, you know, give a short plug, obviously. You know, I mean, I know you kind of went through your business a little bit. But actually, you know, give a short plug for your business and also for your blog as well, if you don't mind. No problem. Uh, like I said, we uh, we have Honda, new Honda, new Ford and Lincoln, as well as Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, all new products. We also sell used vehicles, service and parts, that kind of thing. We do a lot of online business. LaGrange is a pretty small town, about twenty-five to 30,000, and we're about an hour outside of Atlanta. So we do have a good number of people fly into Atlanta and drive their car home. We'll pick them up at the airport. That's been a, a, a good success for us. Um, a lot of selling online. And Typically, it's it's southeast, but we've had people come from California. We've had people come from Montana. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy uh, because they just don't want to mess with the back and forth junk. Hmm. Um, so, like I said earlier, the salespeople are not on commission, so they're not really trying to get into anybody's wallet or pocketbook. They can't control the price it's set, and their, their whole incentive is to get you to enjoy the experience and make it as quick and painless as possible. Um, so we'd love to, to try to help somebody in the business looking for a vehicle, uh, do anything we can to help. Uh, the blog itself is not a business for me. It's not an income stream. Um, it's, uh, it's a, a net loss, obviously, but at the same time, it's, that's not the design. I Basically, it started as a hobby, um, and it's been happened. A lot more has happened with it than I ever thought it would. Um, I did a, have done four Skypes with a pastor in India and have taught uh, anywhere from 15 to 20 pastors at a time during those Skypes just what Christian business looks like, how marketplace ministry works in India. I wow. nev- would never have thought a guy from Georgia would do that, but it was simply <laughs> because he found the blog and said, hey, would you teach at our church? And I said, sure. Where is it? He said, India. I said, <laughs> I don't have plans to go there. But anyway, we did Skype and, and it worked great. Um, so we'd love you to you know check out the blog, see if there's something of value there for you. Pass it on, subscribe by email, or you can find it on Twitter at uh, Chris J Patton. Um, you can get on Facebook or LinkedIn, and I, I put it out to all those places, Google Plus. And uh, my main goal is just putting the seeds out there. I want to convince Christian business owners and Christian business leaders that. What they do in the marketplace should be an eternal impact, should be related to their faith. It should not be separated from Sundays and and their church. Amen. Amen. Amen, Chris. We're, hey, baby, you got an amen from this congregation right here. Okay. (laughs) Amen. That's how we live. You know, and, you know, I have to, you know, public, I've never said this before, but I have to publicly say that, you know, my father, you know, my dad, this is, you know, he would share his faith with his men in, in, on the job site. You know, he would uh, he would pray for his men, you know, on the job site. If, if one of them got injured, he'd go and lay hands on them, okay, and pray for them, 
you know, um, and that spilled over from my dad's example in me sure. of wanting to take, you know, Christians in the marketplace and say, look, you, you, you have the God of this universe inside of you. Let's get him outside of you. Let's, let's let him, let's let him be seen, not sure. hidden on Sundays. Okay. And anyway, I could go on off about that, but we'll keep on, we'll keep on going. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep on going. Um, well, Chris, um, you know, kind of wrapping down a little bit, uh, and by the way, this has been great, Chris, this is, and I really do appreciate all this, what you've been sharing. Um, you know, Chris, is there an internet resource right now, uh, that you're, you know, head over heels with right now that you can't get enough of? Uh, I love that question. Um, Evernote is huge. You've mentioned that, um, mm -hmm. that is a, a huge part of just the, the logistics of my office. Uh, I went paperless or mostly paperless a couple years ago using Evernote, and I use it on my phone. Um, it's on my uh, Mac, and anyway, I just love that app. And I pull articles from Mike Hyatt and uh, Larry uh, Gates and, and just a bunch of people where I'm trying to learn. You know, yeah. I'm reading the Bible, but I'm also trying to learn from other Christians in the marketplace and in leadership positions. Um, but also I started using Nosby uh, as a kind of a task slash project manager. And my, it, it's turned into the backbone of my day. Wow. Um, very easy to use and uh, uh, very inexpensive. You can, I think there's a free part of it. I've gone past that. But um, just a great, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call it just to-do list because it's much bigger than that. But um that's probably been about six months of me doing that, and it's really helped streamline and make me more efficient. Absolutely. Great. Good good resources right there. Um, I am familiar with both of those apps, and, uh, and you know, and Nosby's a great one. And Evernote, uh, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Evernote. Um, I mean, Evernote, I touch it every day uh, on whatever I need to, to just remember. It's, my, it's like what Michael Hyatt calls his, his uh, digital brain. Yes, you know, is uh, exactly. is his thing, and that's basically what it is for me. That's good, and uh, and success as listeners, we'll have all this in the show notes because uh, obviously, if you need uh, to keep doing what you're doing, if you're on a, a treadmill or on a bike, or if you're out for a walk somewhere, you can come back to the show notes and uh, get this uh, from Chris. Well, Chris, um, you know, is there a book outside of the outside of the Word of God that you would recommend to a marketplace Christian? Uh, if you could do that for us. Uh, I'll give you a couple of books. Um, the first one I read uh, before realizing what my responsibility and calling was in the marketplace ministry was one called Loving Monday by John Beckett. And that book was one of two pieces of material. The other was an article um, in a magazine. But that book showed me that marketplace ministry existed, showed me that you could integrate faith and business. That was a big deal to me. Um, right after that, I read um, Running Your Business for uh, Business by the Book. And um, oh, Larry Burkett mm -hmm. uh, wrote that. And then that's a good, just very practical guide on how to approach your business from a Christian perspective, from an eternal perspective. And the last one, which is kind of the biggest impact overall was called In His Steps by Charles Sheldon. And it's actually an old book. If you read it in the original 
format. It's going to it's going to show you the old language. It's probably in early 1900s. Um, a past. It's a series, actually, a series of sermons turned into a story. But it's the origin of WWJD. What would Jesus do? Hmm. And that's where that phrase came from. Is that book? Really. And that book gives a good picture of a couple of businessmen, but also students, housewives, any number of different roles we might play, and how they transform their lives to be Christians 24-7. Yeah. Those different roles, not just a business person, but several other places or other roles where they became full-time Christians, I guess you could say. Yeah. That book, just in the, the way the story was told, is just very well written and just easy read. But I thir- I've read it two or three times just to kind of refresh. And that's in his steps. Yep. Awesome. You okay. may even have a hard time finding. It's I don't even know if it's in print anymore, but Amazon has had it. I've I've bought it used as well. So okay. Well, I'll definitely have that in the show notes, guys, uh, for you, so you can have that. But uh, man, this has been good. Well, Chris. Um, before I ask my last question, you know, tell the um, tell the Success Edge listeners, you know, the SEC, the Success Edge community, where the best way they can connect uh, with you. Well, let's see. I'm on on Twitter at Chris J Patton um, is one. I'm uh, Facebook Chris Patton Lagrange, Georgia. I'm not sure exactly how else to find me there. I'm LinkedIn. Um, I'm eager to link up with anyone that has an interest in uh, in faith in the workplace. Um, I don't use these resources for personal reasons. I use them strictly for this blog and for business. But uh, any of those would be great. Uh, you know, the blog itself is ChristianFaithAtWork.com, mm-hmm. and the app is an AT, not the not the uh, at symbol. Right. Uh, so. Any of those, and uh, I do my best to engage. You know, if there are comments on the blog, as quick as I can, I get back to them. Same with LinkedIn and the others. Um, clearly, I've, this is not my job. My full-time job is in the car business, but right. um, my goal is to engage people, and, and if they're interested in going further, I want to I want to give them everything I've got. Amen. And actually, um, you know, success as a community, that's, that's how Chris and I actually got linked up, was actually through LinkedIn, um, and it was through a group Um I, I'm trying to remember what it, I think it was Christian Professionals mm-hmm. Network, I think it was, um, mm-hmm. that uh, I saw that you were actually posting your blog on there pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And and so I just reached out to you, and here we are today. Absolutely. You know? And uh, so Chris will definitely reach back out to you guys. So definitely do that. Um, well, Chris, do that for us. You know, if you um, could boil it down, if you could sit across from, you know, say a younger you know, uh, individuals that is out there in the marketplace, maybe fresh out of college or, you know, this, you know, kind of in that limbo of, you know, trying out corporate America and all that stuff. And they, they want to make a difference for, you know, Christ in the marketplace. Bull it down to a couple sentences, a couple statements that you would want to impart to them and, uh, and we'll call it a wrap. First thing I would tell you is is what I've already said in relation to the First uh, John two six, and that is, you've got to first know what Jesus did, how he walked, why he did what he did, um, as best we can discern from the the Bible, before you can apply it to your own life. So first and foremost, you study the Word, you you pray, and 
you seek God and ask him for wisdom. I have asked for wisdom for years. He's given it to me and will continue to. He promises that, and I'm taking him up on that. So first is to learn it, and then to do everything in your power on a daily basis to invest the resources that God has given you, talent, skills, intelligence, whatever, to invest those resources in such a way as to impact the most people you can for eternity and to hear Jesus tell you, well done, on that day. Man, success edge, that's awesome. I mean, study God's word and then take your talents and resources and ability and maximize them to the fullest of what God's given you. I mean, that can be simpler than, than what Chris said. That's awesome. Awesome. Chris, man, thank you so much, buddy. This has been really good. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, this has been, you know, again, um, you know, you wanting to impact, you know, people in the marketplace through your blog and uh, just your business. I mean, I love the adding silhouettes. Man, Chris, that is, wow, that is a powerful, powerful thing right there. And, man, I am jacked about that. Um, SEC, I know you got a lot of this. This is good. So, Chris, we'll call it a wrap, my friend, and I really appreciate it, my uh, my brother, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, my friend. Sounds good. Thanks, Tyler. You have a great one. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Mr. Chris Patton. Man, I tell you guys, this was a powerful one. It has probably uh, been you know, a long time coming that we've had somebody on here that actually you know, really does talk about from a business perspective of what they're doing to promote the gospel, okay? And I really do appreciate, Chris, you doing that and talking about how that you're getting the gospel message out there and how you're doing it, not so much in a direct way, but an indirect way from your you know vantage point in your company. Man, Chris, I tell you, this was a powerful thing. And obviously, guys, if you want to reach out to Chris, you know, go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 53. All right, because that is where you're going to be able to connect with Chris. And again, Chris, I just want to tell you, thank you so much for sharing on the success edge. Now, I want to talk briefly real quick about the call to action. Now, here's the deal is indirectly and directly, you are impacting people's lives, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, and people see who you are. Okay, they know who you are, period. Now, the question I would have is, Do they know you're a Christian? The call to action is, do people know that you are a Christian in the marketplace? Do they see it in your walk? Do they see it? And what I mean walk, but I mean how you carry yourself. Do you carry yourself confidently or are you kind of, you know, slouched over and always, you know, hiding from things? You know, a Christian should walk boldly, guys. You've got the God of this universe living on the inside of you. You should not be ashamed of that. You know, also, gang, you know, how is your words? All right. Are you always talking about the latest and greatest gossip, you know, that is happening in the office or, you know, what was happening on the evening news or, you know, all the people that are getting, you know, whatever out there in the news that, you know, that are just, it's just garbage. You know, these are just small little tangible things that you can do to change who you are and what people see about you. All right. So the call to action, does people see Christ? Okay. Whenever they say, hey, so-and-so, Johnny May or Sister Susie or whatever, you know, they are all about Jesus. And I can tell it and I can see it. Speaking about seeing it, I want to actually go over to social media, all right? Now, gang, you know that we have a social media site, obviously, with the, you know, you can go down to the halfway down 
uh, on the success, the success edge biz website and find all the links for the social media from our YouTube to our Facebook fan page to the Twitter site. You know, we're actually seeing all this trending up. I mean, it's not, you know, blazing rocket speed or anything like that, but you know what, on a consistent basis over time, it is on the increase and man, that is so encouraging to me and so exciting to me to see that we are actually increasing. So our Facebook fan page, we just launched that here recently within the maybe the last two or three months. And we're already at 146 likes. Obviously, you know, the Twitter handle of these, uh, Tyler H McCart is on the grow as well. And I appreciate anybody that is following me out there. And here's one of the most exciting things. Okay. Which is, so the life of this podcast, which is the success edge. All right. For the marketplace Christian, we just crested over, 9,300 downloads or listen tos for the success edge. Yep. We are getting close to the 10,000 mark very, very rapidly. And I want to thank you guys for being out there and listening and wanting to hear more about Christians in the marketplace than wanting to have a resource in your hands and in your ears that you can have, that you can go to on a consistent basis. And that is what we're all about. So next Tuesday, I'm excited to announce that we have a local, yep, local in Columbia, South Carolina, actually Lexington, South Carolina, should be more specific, of Coach Harris. He is actually the boys varsity basketball coach for Lexington High School. And man, he's got a powerful testimony about how he's been able to deal with a you know disease and everything like that, but he's been able to overcome that and how he's been able to incorporate his walk as a believer, as a winning coach. Yes, he is a winning coach. And man, it is an awesome, awesome testimony. Plus, plus guys, I'm actually going to do a personal, yes, personal message to you guys, probably on Thursday. All right. That is going to be in a, a separate episode that Tyler's going to do. And I'm excited to be able to do that. I've been wanting to do one of these for a little while. I know I used to do, if you go back to all my other episodes before episode 33, excuse me, 32, you can find all the previous episodes. And by the way, if you ever want to find that guys actually out there on the success edge, you know, go to the success edge dot biz backslash archives. Yep. Archives with an S just type that on the back end of it. And you can find all the episodes for the success edge, you know, that is all the whole entire list and you don't have to go out there on iTunes or Stitcher radio to find any of those things, but you can obviously find that on the website. All right. And it's a pretty cool little tool, but anyway, I'm actually going to give a personal little, you know, I don't want to call it whatever you want to call it, but a message for me that I want to uh, share with the success edge that I'm excited about. So gang, we will catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting thesuccessedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.